Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Announcement from the Minghui Editorial Board. Happy Chinese New Year. We have stopped accepting greetings to Mr. Li Hongzhi, founder of Falun Dafa, as of the Jia Chen Chinese New Year on February 10th at noon New York time. That is midnight Beijing time. Jia Chen is the 41st year in the Chinese lunar 60-year cycle. The greetings have been published in batches, starting three days before Chinese New Year's Eve. We received 33% more greetings this holiday compared to 2023, marking a three-year high. This increase also shows that the Chinese Communist Party's internet blocking has no effect on many Dafa disciples. Over 3,000 greetings were published on February 12, the third day of the Chinese New Year. The remaining 3,000 greetings were published February 13. We provided this update so that submitters didn't need to worry if their greetings have not yet been posted. Together we celebrate New Year. Together we eliminate the evil of Satan. Together we bring people compassion while we enter the magnificent new cosmos. Again, we wish you and your family a holiday of happiness and peace. California, USA. The first day of the Chinese New Year was February 10th. San Francisco practitioners of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, celebrated the holiday by doing the exercises near the city's ferry building and distributing information about the spiritual discipline. Practitioners also told interested people that there are numerous audio and video teaching materials in different languages available online for free. Many people thanked practitioners for telling them about Falun Dafa and wished them Happy New Year. Some people asked where the nearest exercise practice sites were. Miss Sonia, a visitor from the UK, was attracted to the peaceful scene. She said her deep passion for Chinese culture inspired her to visit China. Once she heard about the cruel persecution of practitioners in China, Sonia decried the actions of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. She said she intended to start practicing Falun Gong after returning to the UK. Indonesia, Chinese New Year celebrations took place at the Living World Mall in Denpasar, Bali. The largest shopping mall in the country on February 10. Traditional Balinese culture is reflected in the mall's architecture, facilities, and infrastructure. Falun Dafa practitioners were invited to participate in activities. The celebratory event took place from 6 to 9 p.m. in the amphitheater, which can accommodate up to 500 audience members. The venue was filled to capacity before the show started. Young Falun Dafa practitioners performed a phoenix dance. 
the Chinese Waist Drum Team, and the Tianguo Marching Band performed on stage. Falandafa practitioners distributed informative flyers to audience members and told them that practitioners in China are persecuted by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, for their faith. Many people said they were interested in learning more about Falun Dafa. Japan. Falun Dafa practitioners from Kumamoto, Kyushu Island quietly gathered in front of the Chinese consulates in Fukuoka and Nagasaki on Chinese New Year's Eve. They were there to appeal to the international community to call for an end to the persecution of Falun Dafa by the CCP. Banners and signboards with the messages, Falun Dafa is good, stop persecuting Falun Gong immediately, and stop the persecution of Falun Gong, were on display. Many passers-by read the practitioner's information. Some drivers stopped, rolled down their windows, and accepted pamphlets from practitioners. As evening fell, practitioners held candles in front of portraits of fellow practitioners who were persecuted to death in China for their faith. The international community has become increasingly aware of the persecution of Falun Gong, and it condemns the CCP's atrocities. Bulgaria. Practitioners in southern Bulgaria held activities on January 27th and 28th to raise public awareness of the persecution of Falun Dafa in China. They set up information display boards and banners at booths in Gabrova and Stara Zagora, and distributed leaflets and handmade origami lotus flowers. They also collected signatures on a petition to condemn the serious human rights violations being carried out by the CCP. Bulgarian practitioner Kramina Kramova was invited to be a special guest on Bulgaria 24 TV. She spoke of the recent panel discussion co-hosted by Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting at the United Nations, which provided a scathing report of state-sanctioned organ harvesting from living prisoners of conscience, mostly Falun Gong practitioners. She also brought up the recent European Parliament resolution in January this year condemning the ongoing persecution of Falun Dafa in China. This is the third European Parliament resolution condemning the persecution of Falun Dafa in China and was supported by two Bulgarian members of the European Parliament. France. People learn about Falun Dafa during an activity held in the city of Nantes on the Chinese New Year. Many people strolling along Palace Royale, where the event took place, were drawn to the practitioners' waist drum dances Bystanders were surprised to hear that practitioners in China are persecuted for following Falun Dafa's principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and many signed the petition calling to stop the persecution. Some people wanted to learn more about the cultivation practice, and some followed practitioners who were demonstrating the exercises. One woman mentioned that she was writing an academic paper on organ harvesting, she asked for detailed information to include in her report. Another woman wanted to learn more about the persecution because she was writing about government misconduct. A man working for the armed forces 
said that he had heard about torture inflicted on Falun Gong practitioners in China and signed the petition. He said that practitioners were a group of kind people and deserved support. Persecution in China According to data collected by the Mingwei website, a total of 122 cases of Falun Gong practitioners sentenced for their faith were reported in January 2024. The newly confirmed cases included three that took place in 2020, two in 2021, and two in 2022, 77 in late 2023, and 38 in January 2024. The delay in reporting was caused by the Chinese Communist Party's strict information censorship, which aims to keep the persecution of Falun Gong underground to avoid international scrutiny. The sentenced Falun Gong practitioners came from 22 provinces, centrally controlled municipalities, and autonomous regions in China. The practitioners' prison terms ranged from five months to 11 years, with an average of three years. Eighteen practitioners were given probation. Fifty-seven practitioners were fined between 1,000 and 40,000 yuan. These practitioners came from all walks of life, including a former tax bureau worker, oil refinery workers, and a retired medical worker. A 78-year-old man was sentenced to nine years, and an 84-year-old woman was sent to prison in January 2024 to serve a four-year term she received in 2021. Mr. Su Anzhou, a 71-year-old man from Ganshu province, died on January 10th this year after suffering over two decades of persecution for his faith in Falun Gong. In 2000, Mr. Su was given a one-year term of forced labor for going to Beijing with his wife to appeal for Falun Gong. One day in June 2002, police waited outside of their apartment building and arrested Mr. Su as soon as he left home. The police then went to his home on the sixth floor and knocked on the door. His wife refused to open the door. As the police wouldn't leave, she tried to escape from a window with a rope, but fell on the ground when the rope broke. Instead of getting her medical help, police took her keys, broke into her home, took away her valuables, and left. She was left lying on the ground and exposed to the baking sun. She died hours later in great pain. She was only 48. Mr. Su was arrested again three months later for tapping into local TV signals to broadcast information about Falun Gong. He was sentenced to 10 years and subjected to relentless torture. During the time he was in prison, his son, still a teenager, lived in displacement. He contracted a lung condition, which later developed into lung cancer. He couldn't afford the medical treatment and often went hungry. He died in 2006. Although Mr. Su survived the torture in prison, he continued to face frequent harassment after he was released. The police arrested Mr. Su again in October 2023 and took him to a detention center. As he was already incapacitated, 
the police released him on house arrest and threatened that he wasn't allowed to leave home. After struggling with failing health for a few more months, Mr. Sue passed away early this year at the age of 71. Ms. Wee Wenchu from Hubei Province passed away in late November 2023, a few days after she was harassed by police. She was around 79 years old. In the past two decades of persecution, Ms. Ni was arrested and detained multiple times. Her husband, Mr. Liu Yushu, and their three children were also persecuted for their faith in Falun Gong. Mr. Liu was held at the Zhang Jiakou Brainwashing Center for five years between 2004 and 2009. Most of his teeth fell out due to the mental and physical torment. The couple's older daughter, Ms. Liu Jiaoqia, a chemical engineer, was given two years of forced labor. She held a hunger strike to protest the persecution and was released on the verge of death. Her husband, a military officer, divorced her to avoid being implicated. Their younger daughter, Ms. Liu Zhao Hong, was sentenced to five years and also divorced by her husband. Their son, Mr. Liu Zhao Wei, a doctor, was arrested in 2000 for appealing for Falun Gong in Beijing. The authorities repeatedly harassed him. He was later forced to live away from home to avoid persecution, only to be arrested again in August 2002 and sentenced to seven years in prison. Mr. Zhao Yubo, an interior designer from Liaoning Province, has been denied family visits since he was admitted to prison in August 2023 to serve a three-year term for his faith in Falun Gong. The prison authorities cited an internal policy that Falun Gong practitioners wouldn't be granted family visits unless they renounce their faith. The 40-year-old was arrested at his home in September 2022 and later sentenced to three years in prison. Mr. Zhao began to practice Falun Gong in July 1997 when he was 14 years old. When the persecution started in 1999, he went to the local government in 2000 to appeal, only to be arrested and forced to write a letter promising not to go to Beijing to seek justice for Falun Gong. He subsequently faced constant harassment at home and at school. His teacher and school threatened to expel him if he didn't renounce Falun Gong. With no other choice, he quit school and studied on his own. He eventually became a self-taught interior designer and his designs are widely acclaimed. Fallen Dafa practitioners in India introduced the practice at two large events. The annual Warda Food Fest and Expo took place from January 25th to January 29th, with more than 80,000 visitors attending the event. Falun Dafa practitioners set up a booth where they taught the exercises, distributed informative flyers, and raised awareness about the ongoing persecution of the practice in China. 
people of all ages expressed interest in Falun Dafa and tried doing the exercises. Some left their contact information and invited practitioners to provide exercise instruction to other people they know. Dr. Elka Dangri teaches mass communication and journalism at a university. She first heard about Falun Dafa three years ago. Dr. Dangre talked with a practitioner during this event and said she now understood more about Falun Dafa. She wanted to learn how to practice because she felt it would guide her to be a good person. Booth visitor Nilkanth V. Hood is a senior advocate with Warda's District and Sessions Corps. When he learned some details about the Chinese regime's brutality, he said, The Chinese government's forced removal of human organs from the bodies of living people is cruel and illegal. It is against humanity. All nations in the world should condemn these illegal activities. Falun Dafa practitioners also set up a booth at the 47th International Kolkata Book Fair from January 18th to the 31st. The event is the world's largest non-trade book show, as well as Asia's largest book fair. It is also traditionally the most heavily attended book fair in the world. This year, there were over 900 booths, and the event attracted an estimated 2.9 million attendees. Book publisher and distributor Suikanta Nee attended an instructional webinar held by practitioners prior to the book fair and was impressed by the practice's moral principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. He asked practitioners what he could do to help spread the practice of Falun Dafa in Bangladesh. He bought 10 sets of the books Falun Gong and Juan Falun in the Bengali language and said he would set up distribution channels to make them widely available in the province. He said the best way to help spread Falun Dafa in Bangladesh is to make the lecture books accessible to everyone. Several educators asked practitioners to visit their schools to teach the Falun Dafa exercises. Some corporate human resource executives asked if Falun Dafa is effective for stress management and said they would like to organize sessions for their companies. Local media reporters from TV18, Zero Balance, and Upwards magazine interviewed practitioners. They posted their interviews on YouTube. The Zero Balance online media reporter, Sagnik Day, said, This is what we need in today's world. Improving our moral character will result in better health rather than going to the gym and building our bodies. I hope more people will get to know about Falun Dafa, which is free of cost, and practice it sincerely. The practitioners at the book fair said they personally benefited from Falun Dafa and were eager to talk about their experiences. A man named Prezanto Paik said he previously suffered from multiple chronic diseases. He was forced to retire early because he needed angioplasty and two other medical procedures. He regained a new life after two weeks of practicing Falun Dafa and was able to go back to work 
Prasanto said, Falun Dafa is a miracle. Falun Dafa has changed my life. Falun Dafa praised the New York City Chinese New Year's Day Parade. Thousands of people lined Main Street and Flushing, one of the largest Chinese communities in the city, to watch the annual Chinese New Year Parade held on February 10th. Spectators were impressed by Falun Dafa practitioners' large, colorful presence, which many praised as representing authentic traditional Chinese culture. The Tianguo Marching Band, Heavenly Maidens, and the popular Dragon Dance team brought special joy and blessings to the event. The practitioners' contingent was the grand finale of the parade, and many community members praised Falun Dafa. The executive vice chairman of the Chinese Democratic Party, Jie Li Jian, said that of all those taking part in the parade, he was most impressed by the Falun Dafa group. He said he captured the performance on video and shared it on social media. Jia added, many people said they liked it a lot. A representative from the New York Falun Dafa Association named Yi Zhongyuan mentioned that Falun Dafa is practiced in over 100 countries. She explained, as active members of their communities, Falun Dafa practitioners have brought people harmony, health, and hope. We also hope to share the blessings of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance with everyone in New York and beyond. A physician who moved to the U.S. last year from China named Zhang Yan was happily surprised to see such a large showing of practitioners in New York. She felt it was unfortunate that the CCP brutally suppressed Falun Dafa and even murders practitioners to profit from selling their organs. She choked up as she spoke, saying, This exposes the brutality of the CCP. This also shows the regime has been lying to and brainwashing people. Zhang thanked the practitioners for their efforts and added, You've been working very hard, not just for yourselves, but for all Chinese people. Your sacrifice has brought blessings to China, because more people have awakened and learned that the CCP is doomed. A man named Guo also recently came from China and watched the parade with his son. He shared, It's so amazing to see something so great on Chinese New Year. This is what New Year is supposed to be. Flushing resident Maria Galvez is originally from Colombia. She exclaimed, This is superb, as she took pictures of practitioners in the parade. She especially praised the banner bearing the words truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, because she recognized the values to be very important. Residents Mai and his wife, originally from Guangdong province, said that among all the groups in the parade, the Falun Dafa one is the largest and most beautiful. Another local resident, Victor Gabin, said that the practitioners' performances were fantastic and noted that many people— including government officials, attend this annual parade. He added, What Falun Dafa practitioners do benefits our communities. Our society needs the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. A resident named Zhang took many photos of practitioners because he said Falun Dafa represents China's true culture. He exclaimed, This is really wonderful. I am proud of being Chinese. A home improvement specialist previously from Fujian province named Huang was very enthusiastic and took many pictures for his friends in China. He said, this is the best. 
I hope more and more people will begin practicing Falun Dafa. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.